0: Thank you for your presence. God has blessed many of us to live far beyond the 70 years he promised in his word. And we don't have to look far to see the devastation brought on by the progressive turning away from him. As grandparents, we have been given the blessing to share with our children and grandchildren the spiritual wisdom and understanding that comes from serving the only true and living God. Keep Bible pen and paper handy as Pastor Rander encourages us to share the righteous word of God with our children and grandchildren. We thank you for this privilege to stand and deliver a message
1: on your behalf. I know without you, I can do nothing. I pray you fill me with your spirit now. And I pray, Father, folk, stay attuned and really focus, even if they're on their cell phones, that they're looking. If they don't look, I have a Bible book that they look in technology for the written word. Help us to receive what you have for us this day. In Jesus' name, and all God's children say it, amen. If you have your Bibles, uh, there's one particular verse we are going to look into, and then we'll be looking at another, a number of uh, other scripture references. But we will start off with um, Romans 12, 11. It's the first verse we'll launch from to other passages of Scripture. And Romans chapter 12, verse 11 says, Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor, serving the Lord. Look at that again. That's a powerful verse. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor, serving the Lord. From this particular passage and other related passages, we want to preach on a passionate grandparent for Christ. A passionate grandparent for Christ. To all the grandparents and great-grandparents in the assembly today, what a blessed privilege it is that the Lord has blessed you, not only to see your children, but also your children's children and beyond. You have lived not only years, but you have lived decades. And even to, to see the changing of the millennium. Grandparents, as you already know, we are living in unprecedented times in that we are seeing things the likes of which we have not witnessed before. We are witnessing, for example, innovative technologies such as smartphones, and they're getting smarter. Electric cars, self-diagnostic medicine. We're witnessing grandparents' robotics. Robots are taking over and taking jobs. Computer watches with more and more capabilities. You know, watches are not used to, to tell time anymore. You used to use a watch for telling time. Now they count calories and they count steps and they talk back to you and got little. I mean, they just, they're all over the place. <laughs> we have cybersecurity technology, we have streaming game technology. We have now atmospheric energy, smart cities, and on and on it goes. Perhaps you're saying to yourself, grandparent, I just can't keep up. It's too much, too much. Grandparents, we may not be able to comprehend all of this in these ever-changing times. But if you know the Lord Jesus Christ, he is enough for you. And he is sufficient. You may not know how to operate that computer watch, but you know how to go to Jesus. <laughs> Even with all these things, God has purposefully left you here to do amazing things for Christ. What an exciting moment, grandparents, in this day and time for you to be here. To make a difference in your family, to make a difference in the Lord's church, to make a difference in the city, to make a difference in the state, and to make a difference to a nation in crises. God has left you here on purpose. You're not just accidentally here. God said, oh, I accidentally, I meant to take her home 15 years ago. No, he didn't. He didn't operate that way. He left you here. Because he's not through with you yet. What does it mean to be a passionate grandparent for Christ? What does it mean to be passionate for Christ? If you're going to be a passionate grandparent, then you must know the definition of passion. What is passion? It is to possess enthusiasm for Christ. It is to possess eagerness for Christ, fervor for Christ. To be passionate is to possess zeal for Christ. To be passionate is to possess excitement for Christ. You're just as excited as you can be when you see your grandchildren, even when you see the grandchildren's dog, you're excited. (laughs) And to possess great energy for him to be passionate. It is to be totally committed to Christ as well as to be totally on fire for Christ. What are the qualities of a passionate grandparent? What are the qualities of a passionate grandparent? Number one, you must first be saved by Christ before you can live passionately for him. You must first be saved by Christ before you can live passionately for him. The scripture says in Romans 10, 13, for whosoever call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. You can't be passionate for Christ until you first have Christ living in your life, living in your heart. You must believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved. You must believe that Christ was born, that he was fully human and fully man. You must believe that he was born to take away sins, even your sins, as you put your faith and trust and hope in him alone. You must believe that he went up to a hill called Calvary. And he died on that cross and he bled on that cross. He suffered in anguish and agonized on that cross. He died and that he was buried according to the scripture and that he rose third day morning. You must believe that account. You must cry out for God's mercy. You must cry out for salvation. You must say, Father, I stretch my hands to thee. No other help I know. Come into my heart. Save me. I need you now like never before. I can't do this by myself, but Jesus can do what you can't do. He saves from the guttermost to the uttermost. After salvation, God requires that you surrender your life to Christ and give Him the best of your service. Now, some folk are saved by Christ, but they haven't surrendered to Christ, allowing the Lord to be the head of their lives. You have to allow God to direct your life. You have to allow God to have the steering wheel of your life. And then he directs your life and orders your step and and carries you into his perfect will. A righteous person is one who has been saved. A righteous grandparent is one who is just A saved grandparent is one who is justified, a grandparent who has been declared righteous. A saved grandparent is one who has been rescued by God. Salvation is to be rescued. God rescued us from the power of sin, the penalty of sin. And one day the presence of sin, we have been rescued by God. Grandparents, It is our prayer that you have a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ in this season of your life. It, what does it profit people to know the latest trends? What does it profit people to know the latest inventions and the latest technologies? And uh, you even got some savvy grandparents who can do all this. Know technology better than the young people and be lost without Christ. You are. Are the age you are, grandparent. Listen to this. You are the age you are by the grace of God. And you return thanks by accepting Christ as your personal savior. Grandparents, we are too close to departing this life. We are too close, absolutely too close to departing this life not to be absolutely sure that we are saved without a doubt. You are too old now to still be wondering whether or not you're saved. You have to know that you know that you know, you know you've been born again. John 10, 28 says, and I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. Neither shall anyone snatch them out of my hand. Once God genuinely saved you, you are saved. You're not saved today and lost two weeks later. If you lost two weeks later, you were never saved today. (laughs) We believe in the doctrine of eternal security. The God who saved you is able to keep you saved. If he can't keep you saved, then why trust him? Huh? For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whosoever believeth in him should not what? Perish, but have what? Well, if it's everlasting, that means you can't lose it. Everlasting is eternal, always unending. What are the qualities of a passionate grandparent? Number two, if you have lost your passion, you must ask Christ to renew your passion for him. If you have lost your passion, you must Ask Christ to renew your passion for him. A sure sign that you need to renew your passion is when you are spiritually lethargic. You're a grandparent, but you're a sluggish grandparent. You're you're dull, spiritually dull. You're spiritually slow and spiritually dry. And times are too evil. Satan is too busy. The world is too dangerous for you to be uh, full of sluggishness and dullness. And dry. The Lord requires that we have a renewed passion for him. So many saints during this pandemic have become complacent. I'm talking about grandparents now. So many grandparents have become lukewarm. Some are stagnant and have just stopped serving God. While others are in spiritual regression. You grandparents out there. What about you? God desires that you have a renewed passion to serve him by giving him the best of your service. The Lord has not left you here to do less, but to enthusiastically do your best for him in this season of your life. Colossians 3.23 says, whatever you do, do it enthusiastically. I, I enjoyed. it seeing those dancers dancing. Those were grandparents up there. They were not young. And when they said start running, I couldn't believe, they started running and they started shouting and they really started shouting. And they were running and they were shouting. I think that, you know, you lose weight when you get happy in the
0: Lord. <laughs> Whatever you do,
1: do it enthusiastically as something done for the Lord and not man. You're not here for man, you're not here for me, you're not here for anyone else, you're not here because your friend is here. You're not here because you've been here 30 years. You're not not here because you're important, you're not here because you're trying to make a sale. You're here because God is here and you want to hear God speak to you, you want God to change you, you want to see God do a new thing with you and you can't wait to see what he does. So many saints a need to confess that they have lost their passion and need to really cry out to God for a passion to be restored. It is one thing to say you have passion, it is quite another thing to demonstrate passion through being on fire for God and excited about spiritual things. Thirdly, You will not have passion for Christ if you do not possess a deep abiding love for him. You will not have passion for Christ if you do not possess a deep abiding love for him. Deuteronomy 6, 5 says you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul and with all your strength. Your love for Christ will compel you to serve him through the best and worst of times. Did you get that? Your love for Christ will compel you to serve him through the best and worst of times. Your love for Christ will compel you to serve through hurt. Through pain. Through setbacks. Matter of fact, a setback is a setup for a comeback. I said again, a setback is a setup for a comeback. God will help you in times of sickness and weariness in the midst of a degenerating society and even a global pandemic. When you love Christ with a deep abiding love, you will not allow anything to separate you from Christ. Romans 835 has been in my spirit for a number of weeks. Romans 835 to 39 says, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine a nakedness, apparel, a sword. As it is written for your sake, we are killed all day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Yet in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death nor light, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth. Nor any other created things shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord, because of a deep abiding love, not a surface love. You know, a deep abiding relationship and love for Christ. Number four, a passionate grandparent will desire to shine for Christ. A passionate grandparent will desire to shine for Christ. Matthew five sixteen said, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father in heaven. Let your light so shine. So shine. I mean, really shine. I mean, shine, shine. I like that song says this little light of mine. I'm going to let it shine. Everywhere I go, I will let it shine. And when it's in you, you don't have to make it shine. You just let it shine. Just let it shine. let it shine. Let it shine. Let it what? Shine. This is no time for your light to be dim or flickering on or off. The light of Christ should be radiating from you so brightly that people can see. Christ all over your life. All over your life. It didn't take two years to discover that you're a Christian. Also refuse to allow anger to smother your light. Refuse to allow bitterness. You know, some folks are so bitter that their light is flickering or either out. Refuse to allow politics to smother your life. Some of you are full of too much politics. It's disturbed your spirit. Every time you turn TV on, you get mad. If you're that mad? Cut it off. <laughs> and then you walk around mad and everybody's under suspects. Jealousy will smother your light. Fear will smother the light of Christ. The pleasures of this world will smother the light of Christ and sin will extinguish the light. Let me tell you something. The darker this world becomes, the brighter the light of Christ should be shining through us. This, and this nation is getting darker and dark. You say, can it get any darker? Sadly, yes. It will get darker. But you know what? The darker America becomes, the brighter your light should be shining so brightly that people are actually drawn to you they're drawn to you because they see God at work in you in your they see God in your face they see God in your words they see God in your personality they see God in your disposition they see God in your attitude they see God in the midst of crisis so much so that they want what you have In other words, the more evil our nation and world becomes, the more determined you as grandparents should be to shine for Christ and be a witness for him. A number of years ago, my wife and I were in a missionary conference over in Mozambique. I was asked to bring words of encouragement, a series of messages on encouragement to many of the missionaries uh, in Mozambique in kind of a Catholic convent. We were there on those grounds And I graciously uh, consented and ministered all week there. And one week uh, in the third world country, um, I had my, it started getting twilight and I was preparing my message and then I got where I couldn't have see because you could see it gradually getting darker. So I got my powerful flashlight out so I could read and meditate. That light wasn't shining so brightly when I first cut it on. But as the darkness began to take over, that light was beaming brighter through the darkness to the point that now I could not see daylight in that room. I was led totally by that bright flashlight. And let me tell you something. Can people, here's a question, thank you Holy Ghost. Can people be led to Christ by the light of Christ in you. I mean, that flashlight helped me get from one room to the next room. The lights there go in and out, and most time they are out. And I was able to get around because I was around that flashlight. Can people around you see light to the point if they stay close to you? They know it's being close to Christ. Number five. A sure way for grandparents to maintain their passion for Christ is to be filled with a thankful heart. A sure way for grandparents to be to maintain their passion for Christ is to be filled with a thankful heart. Ephesians 5.20 says, giving thanks always for all things to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. When your heart is filled with gratitude, it motivates you to believe God for greater things in your life. You will appreciate the many years of life and blessings that God has graciously bestowed upon you. And a thankful heart also produces the joy of the Lord, a positive attitude and lifts your spirit. Grandparents, you should be the most thankful. People on planet Earth. That's right. I mean, just think about how God has kept you. Some of you had your parents a good long time. Others of you didn't get to know your parents very well. Other of you were dislocated. Some of you went to the military, came back. I mean, some of you uh, had crisis after crisis and all these things. Uh, you, if we had testimonial service. We have tear jerking testimonies of how God kept you provided for you uh, and done all these wonderful things for you. Listen, you ought to be shouting that you are where you are now and as well with your soul, and that you are blessed and highly favored and you thank God for your years of life and the multitude of blessings. And thank God that it's not bad as it could be. And thank God for how, who he is and what he has done for you. I mean, you ought to be the most thankful people. We ought to be the most thankful people on earth. The worst thing you can have is old grouchy grandma or grandpa mouth poked out. Your grandchildren. Mama, please don't send me to the summer. I don't want to spend summer with my grandma. She's too mean. She won't cook. (laughs) Number six. Grandparents. Prayer restores your passion for Christ. Prayer restores your passion for Christ. A prayerless grandparent. Is a powerless grandparent. A prayerless grandparent. Is a powerless grandparent. Satan is too busy. And the world is too evil. For us to have a deficient prayer life. Beloved apart from a fervent prayer life. You will do ministry in the flesh. And live on spiritual fumes. Instead of possessing power. And passion for Christ, and some of you are existing on spiritual fumes. You're barely hanging on. James five sixteen b says, "The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective." Grandma, Mimo, Momo, Paul, Paul, Granddad, whatever. Are you powerful and effective? And your family can sense the presence of God when you're around. Grandparents, your grandchildren need you, and they need to hear you verbally praying aloud over them with your hands upon them, which will be an unforgettable moment in their lives long after you've departed this life. I heard my granddad pray, I heard my grandmother pray. I'm here because of their. Prayers. Number seven, only when you make up your mind to be passionate for Christ, will you possess zeal for him? Only when you make up your mind to be passionate for Christ, will you possess zeal for him? There is power in a made up mind. You have to make up your mind to be passionate for Christ. You don't just get accidentally passionate. Decide today that nothing will keep you from experiencing an, an increase in your zeal for Christ. Romans 12:11 says, "Never be lacking in zeal. Never, never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor
0: serving the Lord. The Word of God says that wisdom and understanding belong to the old and He commands us to let our lights shine among our children and grandchildren truly it is time for grandparents to rise and shine for christ in troubling times by loving and patiently setting the spiritual tone for our families we can make a difference and change will come if you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching or would like to hear this message in its entirety please visit www.maranathasa.org where you will find an archive of audio messages service times directions to the church upcoming events and much more you can also reach us at 210-821-5683 maranatha bible church is located at 7855 east loop 1604 north in converse texas 78109 directly across from randolph air force base